And God said, Let us make man in our own image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion. Pastor Pinda is a pastor of a Loyalty House International Middleburg, which is a part of the United Denomination, originating from Lighthouse Group of Churches. His mission is to preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out devils, and raise the dead throughout the world. Pastor Pinda has a passion for soul winning and church planting. Be ready for a supernatural encounter as you listen to this message. Now you will see the difference between gift and anointing in this verse. Do you see the word many? Do you see many there? Do you see many? Do you see many? Does it say few? That's why I'm saying I'm saying this is a difficult topic. Just this verse. Once you get to this verse, you become afraid. Even when you are a pastor. Even when you are an interpreter. <laughs> Matthew 7 22. It says this. Many will say to me in that day. Which day? Judgment day. Lord, Lord. Have we not prophesied in your name? Have we not cast out devils in your name? And thy name done many wonderful works. Have we not? What does this verse tell you? That many people were prophesying. Many were doing miracles. Many were healing the sick. Many were getting people, praying for people to get jobs. In the name of Jesus. So these are what? Spiritual gifts. They were anointed. Isn't it that if a person prophesies, is a, you will call him a man of God? If a person heals the sick, you will call him a man of God. And wonderful works. Verse 23. And then I will profess unto them, Jesus will say, I never knew you. Depart from me. You worker of iniquity. Now the question is that ah, if I prophesy, if I lay hands on the sick and they recover, am I not sorted? right. What is the problem here? Is there? I never knew you. So you can prophesy without knowing God. You can heal the sick without knowing God. You can do wonderful works without knowing God. The knowing God is His presence. Meaning that you can serve in the church and be a pastor like me. Wear a suit like me. Look nice. Have spectacles. But no presence. And yet you can help people through your prophecies through laying on of hands but you don't know God and God doesn't know you you don't have the presence of God but 
But Moses said that I will not go unless your presence goes. I need your presence. I understand that you have called me as a prophet. I acknowledge that I've been sent to set the people free. But I need the anointing and the presence. The rod is not enough. Moses was carrying the rod, the anointing, the power. But he was saying, the rod alone is not enough. I need your presence. You say, Pastor, these things are confusing. Do all of you know the shareholders of your company? The shareholders. Or if the owner of your school. Or do you know the shareholders? Do you have a personal relationship with the shareholders of your company? But you, you are working for them. You are anointed. They have trained you. They have taken you for training. Down courses on you. And you can do certain things in the company and do them very well. Even get promotion. But you don't know the shareholder. You don't have a relationship with the shareholder. You might even know his name. No way he stays. But you don't have a relationship with him. So the problem with spiritual gifts, the only problem is this. They will deceive you that you have a relationship with the shareholder when you don't have. So today I'm going to preach about why do you need the presence of God? Why do you need the presence of God? I'm going to be quick. Number one, you need his presence to go with you because Moses needed the presence of God to go with him. I just read the verse. If Moses needed the presence of God, someone who parted the Red Sea, me are still struggling to part my bathtub or my sink. I put water and I do this. And the water looks at me and I do this. I say, Ah, Moses, who's staring? A whole sea. You know the way I believe in God I like to experiment with everything I see in the Bible If Moses has parted water I must go and try by the bedtime and say So that I understand how difficult it is And appreciate what happened to Moses Sometimes these things we think they are easy. You see a person standing up from a wheelchair. Like, ah. Fetch the wheelchair, fetch the person. The first thing you will just be afraid to even pray. There will be a voice that says, What if it doesn't work? You realize how difficult it is for a man of God to stand in front and say, Today, people are going to come out from a wheelchair. Moses, who could change the weather? He was a mighty man of God. But he needed the presence of God. He needed to know that God is with him in every decision. Number two, you need his presence to go with you because your weakness of your weaknesses, your dishonor, and your corruption. How many of us we have a week? Oh, say something. 
How many of us have a weakness? Let me see your hands. Oh, I have angels. Yeah. Gabriel, Michael. You are weakness free. Hey. Hey. Sometimes when you're a Christian, you can think you are okay. You have no weakness whatsoever. You can think you are a strong Christian sister. Until you see a half-naked guy with a six-pack. Not a Herbalife six-pack. A Herbalife. A six-pack. Hey! when you see that six pack and you look at it all your tongues disappear and you hear the six pack singing boom 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 and you realize that hey you are corrupt hey hey and the, and we need the presence of god because we are weak we are weak. Have you seen that when you want to go into a fight? Yeah. Or you have forgotten your, your, your days. And you come, you say, What is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? You are weak. <laughs> but because of the presence of your friend, you are willing to fight certain battles. And that is the, the presence of God. We are very weak. That is why sometimes something bad happens to you that you didn't expect to happen and you realize that I'm not as strong as I thought I was. You know, being a pastor, you see people go through different things. You see someone being a strong Christian. Then all of a sudden, maybe the mother passes away. Then the person's faith is destroyed. On our own, we are weak. We are corrupt. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 42 to 45. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 42 to 45. It says this. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in what? Corruption. We are going to be sown in corruption. Mount Sean, are you... you a corrupt thing is being put into the ground. It's not only the government that is corrupt. <laughs> you are also corrupt. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. That's why the body is not born again. The body is corrupt. That's why Even when you think you have it under control, it will give you funny emotions next verse 43 it a part of you wants to say, but I mean, I also did something. How? Yeah, managing. Pekbong abantu. It is shown in what weakness. Even Paul said that he had a weakness in the flesh. So we need God by our side because we are weak. Clap your hands for Jesus. We need the presence of God. And remember, I said you can help others whilst you are weak. You can. Let me give an example. The Bible says that Jesus said Judas was a thief from the what? Beginning. 
But do you know that in Luke chapter 10, Jesus sent all the disciples, including Judas, to go and cast out demons. Judas was part of the crew. He had stolen 20,000 offerings, but he was going to cast out demons. And the demons came out. He was weak when it comes to money. Hey, which area are you weak in? Boys, girls, alcohol, lying, pride. Hey! Hey! We are weak. Tell your neighbor, you look very serious and strong, man. Weak when. Weak when. Weak, 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 weak. Weak. We swung three go savanna. Weak, weak, weak. Three, three, you are on the floor. Savannas. You are very weak. Already, you, you, you tell everyone you love them. And three savannas. After three Hennekens. Hey! Hey! Number three. Are you here or you have gone home? You need his presence to go with you because you are nothing but grass. Hey! Grass. Have you seen how grass, how we trample on, easily trample on grass? How we easily burn grass when it's winter. The way we were when we were young, hey, God forgive us. You know, one family, <laughs> one family had a nice, beautiful green grass. You know, not like green grass, I am now. Not like green grass, like artificial, like green, green. They had such a green grass. And then December, they decided to go on holiday. And they told us, the kids, that they are, because our friends stayed there, they told us that they are going on holiday for whole months. They are coming back January. Do you know what we did? We took spades. We took wood. And we dug poles in their yard. And we started a whole tournament. Sapecha. Yasugi tournament, guys. By the time they came back, their grass was finished. <laughs> they just found two holes on the ground. Four. That there were soccer matches in our yard. Seven aside. What being a child you don't understand things we finish their grass and we are like that grass (laughs) Isaiah chapter 40 verse 6 am I talking to you or not talking to you why you need the presence of God you know, some of us survived high school because of our big sisters. We would tell people, I'm going to tell my sister. I'm going to tell my brother. The presence made us to survive. Hey! Some girls, you survived boys because your brother doesn't take nonsense. When they see half of a boy next to you, half, half, they are like, oh, you just see the boy disappearing. You don't know what has happened. It is the presence of a person. As for you, you are weak. You like boys, but you survived. You are telling us, oh, Pastor, I'm a virgin. It is the presence of your brother. Those who are brother free, God forbid. And the voice said, and the voice said, cry. And he said, What shall I cry? All flesh is what? Grass. I like the next verse. It says that the grass that withereth and fadeth. We are fading. When you grow up, that's when you start to see that hey, 
I'm fading. Hey. I used to wear size 28 from when I was 14 years old up until the age of 30. 30! Hey! Hey! I went to medical. I discovered that from last year to this year, I gained 10 kilograms. And the year before that and that one, I gained 10 again. Yay! I'm going to Lionel Messi every year. Yeah! And nothing much. I ate more before. Now I eat less, but hey. We are withering. That's why when you grow, it's like you must patch. Have you seen a five-year-old with makeup? Eh? Oh no. But as you grow, the makeup levels keep on increasing. When you wipe out the makeup, you see that there are three extra pimples that were not there. And half of your face is darkish. And you're like, hey! Let me apply some three kilograms. Hey! Hey! We are withering. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, you are withering. <laughs> you are like grass. Hey! You have a, a figure, like a Coca-Cola bottle. And the wither comes. One baby, kodong, you fight. Another baby, kodong, you fight. Then after that age comes. Ah, we need God. Because we are nothing. Keep your hands for Jesus. Even if you are saying, I am the most beautiful, most beautiful, even you use these words, most beautifulest. In your most beautifulness, you will wither. We need the presence of God. This one is the one that I like. Number Number four. You need his presence to go with you because you are a man struck woman of unclean lips. Unclean lips. You see, what makes us holy is the presence of God. As for us, do you realize that wherever, and you raise your hand and you say, I'm becoming born again. If you had a packet of condoms in your pocket, when you checked your pocket after the prayer, it was still there. If you had cigarettes in your house, when you got there, they didn't disappear. In fact, after that, you even... After you see, what changes us is the presence of God. I want to get an example about this. Let's say I drink. Let's say you drink. Let me use you. Now, most of you cannot drink in church. In every movie, staring, even in this one. But in general, most of you cannot come to church, come stand up and be drinking, drink alcohol, and you are moving around here. Inside the church, and you are drunk, and you are drinking straight. Most of you can't do that. More importantly, most of you cannot drink if I'm here, I'm talking to you. If I find you drinking, you will do this. Yes, you will hide. You, you, you will. Why? Because you think the church and me represent the presence of God. That's why you will hide. Meaning it's difficult to sin in the presence of God. 
it is difficult there are certain things if i'm next to you you will not say about others or even me because that's upa suzo team are you here are you sure there are things you would not do in front of me because in your mind you say that the pastor represents the presence of God or the church now how we will all leave certain things is that when you become conscious of the real presence of God not your pastor because you are saying you are you are not you know you will not drink in front of me not because i'm just pinda you drink because you think you know if you don't know that i am your pastor or i am a pastor you will drink in front of me isn't it yes. but the minute you realize that this is a pastor and actually this is my pastor then you would not do it let me go higher would you sleep with someone you are not married to with the pastor in the room even if i'm in the house you say what if pastor has a vision <laughs> now when you are conscious of the presence of god that god is next to you god himself not a, a representative of god the church when you are conscious that these things you will not do them because you will sense the presence of God. You may take your seats. Are you here? Amen. So we are people look at Isaiah chapter 6 verse 5. Then said I, woe is me for I am undone because I am a man of unwat clean lips but as a young thinking for my eyes have seen the king the lord of hosts so immediately Isaiah saw God or sensed the presence of God he realized that what he has been saying is not right so the presence of God in your life will make you to be a person of clean lips it will make you live a holy life you see it is not me threatening you that will change you no one has the power to change you ladies also you don't have the power of changing a man except god god is struggling with us you know if you take this project and you want to overtake god it's going to be painful it will end in tears but he says that when he saw God that is when he changed he realized that I'm a man of unclean lips you are here you are saying pastor I want to change my life I want to leave certain things be a person of the presence of God be a person who seeks the presence of God the presence of a certain person will keep you from doing certain things if there is a proper policeman next to you will you still not this version that we have the proper one are you here some of us when our boss is there you act differently once he disappears yourself comes one leg sits on the chair put 
Total music. Tano music. And pick up the phone. When your boss comes, all of a sudden you put down everything. So the presence of a person in your life affects your behavior. That is why we need the presence of God. Clap your hands for Jesus. So when Jesus was saying to the people that you will say you prophesied in my name and I say I never knew you. The people had the gifts but not the presence of God. May we have the presence of God in our lives. There was a guy, you must go and look for this name so that you understand what is presence of God. Go and Google when you get home Evans Roberts. Eh? Do you hear the name Evans Roberts? You must Google that name. Evans Roberts. And go and read who is Evans Roberts. Is it is it not a good assignment or a homework right in a school and right now? No more. Now when you read about him, he's someone who was gifted with the Holy Spirit and with the gifts of the Spirit. But also, Evans Robert carried the presence of God. Now, when people talk about this word revival, revival is not to put a tent and then call preachers from another church. Like how the word revival came. There was a man called Evans Roberts. Who the Spirit of God and the presence of God descended upon mightily. That Evans Roberts, Evans Roberts didn't have a poster. Didn't have a PR team. Didn't have anything. He wouldn't even announce most of the time where he's going. But let's say Evans Roberts comes to Middleburg. When he lands in Middleburg, he gets to Middleburg. All of a sudden, the presence of God would descend on the town. People, listen, that's why I'm saying go and read. People would run out of Shibins. Crying and screaming, run to church and give their lives to Christ. Evans Roberts is coming. Evans Roberts, he carried the presence of God. He carried the presence of God. The service, there's no service yet. He's coming. He is carrying the presence of God. He so affected that country eh? such that they had to retrench the policemen. Why They had the shebins were turned into churches. Who carried the presence of God? Now, if we look at us, if you go into the Shibin, the Shibin will change you. <laughs> me and you, me and you. That's why, that's why we don't want to pass even there. That's why I'm running You will feel your right leg. You know, you are sitting, but you know, you know, you want your bum wants to move on the chair. Hey! <laughs> but you see, someone who carried the presence of God, like Evans Roberts, is that when he comes to a place without advertising, the people would sense that God has come and they would repent before preaching. Ah! 
carry much of the presence of God. You see how I will struggle with you after I finish preaching to make you to be born again. I'm giving you the last chance. <laughs> Raise your hand. Five more minutes. There are two of you here who need to be saved. May we be people who carry the presence of God. Let someone say, you know, there's something different about you. As I'm sitting next to you, I sense an aura. I sense a divine power. I sense a divine grace. And you are carrier of the presence. You see, I've experienced both sides of the coin, unfortunately. I know both sides. You know, after I, I just got born again, I had a hunger for the Holy Spirit. And huge hunger. That's how I know about about Evans Roberts. I was reading. I was hungry. And I wanted the Holy Spirit. I wanted the presence of God. I read Good Morning Holy Spirit. It's a good book. You must read it. Good Morning Holy Spirit. I read that book. I saw a person who had the presence of God in his life. I said, I've not seen this. I really desire it. I went on VEC work. Were with some students there. I was reading that book, Good Morning Holy Spirit, again and again. I was sleeping on my couch, uh, on my bed, and there was some white guy sleeping on his bed next to me, and an Indian. You know, I, it was a rainbow nation in our room. As we were there, I started feeling wind in the room, and I asked these guys, "Can you feel the wind?" He said, Mm-mm, I, can't feel. I said, I'm feeling a breeze. I went to check the windows. The windows was closed. I went to check the door was closed. I said, I can feel a breeze in the house. I went and slept again. When I slept, all of a sudden, it was like an invisible mass entered the room. I could feel like there is something here. And it pressed me on my bed and all of a sudden I started to speak in tongues I was baptized in the Holy Spirit it so happened that during that time just like now there was some flu like thing there that most of the people were sick got sick because I had that experience I didn't become sick we are told that we shouldn't help these people with the flu. The doctor said that. Came to the guest house. I don't know what was it. Came to the, just like what we have now, similar. Came to the ward, to the guest house, told everyone, don't, these people must be isolated, what, 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 what. Now I was the one helping everyone. I was moving around with no fear. And I never became sick. And I usually become sick easily. The next day I went to work. When I go to work, I sat down. There was a woman next to me who was an atheist. Who was, she's a psychologist. She was just giving us some training about when you become, come to work, when you start being an engineer, blah, 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 blah. I was sitting. She was giving us. She, she gave her presentation. After that, she came to sit next to me. When she sat next to me, she said, I feel a force is pushing me. She said literally to everyone, I don't believe in this nonsense, but there's something wrong with this boy. Then other people came, tried to come close to me. They couldn't come close to me. There was a a power, a presence of God. Hey! There's a difference. And we need that. We shouldn't come to people and say, do you know that I'm a Christian? My name is Pastor Peter. Do you know? Do you know? (laughs) <laughs> how come people cannot sense the God in us how come when people have evil things we usually sense them we have never had it 
people carry an evil presence you can sense that even you you are afraid of some people you don't know why you are afraid they carry some evil presence that's what you're saying hey but may we be carriers of the presence of God may people detect and sense God when we are around clap your hands for Jesus we are finishing We are talking about why you need the presence of God. The last point for today. You need his presence to go with you because without him you can do nothing. John chapter 15:5. John 15:5. He says that I am the vine here the branches. He that abided in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, he can do nothing. Now, but we just said that in Matthew chapter 7, verse 22 to 23, people prophesied without the presence of God. People have money without God. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. So what does this verse mean when you say you can do nothing without me? Yo. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? Shukti. You can do nothing without me. Let me give an example. If you are a branch of an apple tree, you are there connected. You are one of the branches. Those fruits that are going to come out on you, from you, or which are going to hang from you or come out from you, whichever. Can only come out if you are attached to the tree. If you are detached, you are just on your own. We will turn you into firewood. Easy. Come winter, we are using you to bry six gun. Easy. You hear a person saying, You know, now, yeah, New Year's resolution, January, I'm going to change. Then you write and post them on Facebook. You get 150 likes and comments. Where the Son of Man must be glorified. This year, I'm going to leave everything. My bad friends, my what, what, my drinking. I'm going to become a proper, upgraded man of God who sees angels and has visions. Me being your pastor, I'm like, Aish, this is what I want to hear. You're doing well, my sister. Say, Pastor, I'm going to become a prophetess. I'm telling you, this December. It is a very good idea. And I also love it. Don't you love this idea? Or oh, I'm preaching about this at the wrong time. Black Friday. Let's forget about that. 
Black Friday already for Stogela December. So this thing I'm preaching is against your plans. But anyway, let's just continue. <laughs> then you 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 make that as a you take that as a decision. Even your wife gives you pressure. I'm leaving. You see, that change can never come unless you you attach yourself to the tree that can make you to produce that fruit. You need to attach yourself to that tree. And it will now supply you with the nutrients to see that fruit. It is not willpower. No one has a resolution of that is why you see most of the time we fail in what we decide to do in terms of changing our character but especially about from that time till now look at you, you me and you not you alone us we are together in this we are fellows in one ship we have not changed when my mother visits me move us again how you see we need to be attached to God for us to see a change that is why we call, go to Galatians. Let's close with Galatians. Galatians 5, chapter 5. Is it chapter 5? Yeah, I think verse 16, somewhere there. Go to verse 16. Yeah, next. Somewhere there, I'm sure. For the flesh, continue. Is it? These are the works of the flesh. Do you see? Now, these are the works of the flesh, which are adultery, fornication. Change the version so that we see. I want you to read so that you don't say I was accusing you. One, two, three, go. When you follow the desire of your sinful nature, the results are very clear sexual immorality, impurity. Lustful pleasure. You see, the lustful, they are pleasures <laughs> to your flesh. And continue. Idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outburst of anger, self ambition, dissension, division. Continue. These are works of the flesh. We are done. Envy, drunkenness, wild parties. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you see the section was the line? <laughs> These are works of the flesh. Do you see <laughs> drunkenness is separate from wild parties? And when our sons we have one party like normal, we let's keep it. There must be wild. God has you covered. It's the work of the flesh. <laughs> Continue. And other sins like these. So when you say smoking is not there and other things, you know. You know, social media was not there during that time. So he says like this. Now, he says that these are works of the what? Eh? Can you pinch yourself? Pinch yourself. And if you can, if your hands are sanitized, pinch your neighbor. Or if you pinch your neighbor. If your neighbor says, ish. Or if you feel pain, you don't want to be pinched. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, let me announce to you. That ish, it means you have the flesh. What you naturally like are these things. And you are not alone. We are in it together. I told you, we are fellows. <laughs> hey! How to overcome this is the presence of God. How? It is not a New Year's resolution. The more you sense the presence of God, the more they fall off. The more you work with God, the more they follow. It is not a New Year's resolution. 
New Year's resolution they last two months, three years, one year. After that, lo reverse lo mfaga ago. Uva ngati kuna gear five wa reverse. You know reverse is just reverse. Mara lo uba no gear five. Aha mbe. Hey. Ame ame resolution na shesha. Uzu pesa. Utebola pa. Now look at why we say that you need the presence of God. When you have the presence of God, is this verse? Open the verse. But the Holy Spirit, which is the presence of God, produces this kind of what fruit in our lives: love, joy. Struggling with depression, you need the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Peace. Engine. Klalagum world war. Three, when we North Korea, the others, the other person is Trump. Shama missile. Hey, Boko Haram in the house. Patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. These are fruits of the spirit. What if you are attached to the presence of God? These things get produced in you. Is it gentleness self-control these things come because you are what in the presence of god they are not the anointing the anointing are gifts you can prophesy and be root you can heal the sick and have no self-control no self-control you can raise the dead and not and be depressed and suffer from depression depression a majority of pastors quite not let me say a majority because it's a, I didn't do the stats a, quite a number <laughs> suffer from depression suffer from depression depression it's, it's it's a fruit of the spirit that you get from spending time in the presence of God Clap your hands and stand to your feet. Why you and I need the presence of God? You see, the presence of God brings the character or the nature of God in you. Are you here? The anointing gives you the abilities of God in terms of you helping others. Today we want to pray. Father, we have seen your gifts. Some of us here, we have wild dreams. See angels. I, you know, I, I, I had a friend who, who experienced extremes of the presence of God and extremes of the gifts without the present. Now this friend of mine he was the type that would sit in his house and angels would walk into his house. Seeing angels was not a miracle service for him. He would tell you that there's an angel. One time it was a service. <laughs> he told the people there's an angel here the people didn't believe there was a lady at the back he said you see you lady at the back you don't believe he said angel carry her and bring her here something invisible googled the lady and brought her in front and threw her here he said do you see my the people were shocked <laughs> he was this man he was hey yay he walked in the presence of God. He would tell you, I had a meeting with Jesus. Hey, you think you are a Christian? Me, I'm not a Christian. He would make you feel like you are not born again. He walked with God. And even us, we would say, immediately when you come to the pulpit and start saying, lifting up your hands, you would, you would feel that the place has changed. A person who walked with the presence of God. No, the presence of God. He was also gifted. Miracles, all kinds of miracles. Blind, HIV, what? But, he got married. 
and the marriage became strenuous on him he started to backslide started to drink when when i saw that there was something god gave me a dream he was holding uh, no a vision he was holding a bottle of of, <laughs> of Hennigan. and i called him same time i said you are about to drink leave the thing <laughs> He was shocked. And he called me and I had a meeting with him, a very long one. He told me that do you know that just last night I was strangling my wife. I said you, but on Sunday you preached. You were prophesying people. And he said to me, but didn't you sense that the atmosphere was not the same? Though I could prophesy, but didn't you sense that the atmosphere was not the same? I said I sensed it, but I thought I was judging you. I thought I sensed that this is not the the feeling I get when you come and minister to us. He said, "Yeah, I don't sense the presence of God anymore. God doesn't visit me anymore. But when I come, I cast out demons. The demons come out." When I lay hands on the sick they recover. Didn't you see I say I saw. It's dangerous. You see he could strangle his wife and prophesy the next day. Jesus. We want to pray for the presence. Are you here or you have gone home? We want to say God like Moses we shall not go without your presence. We need to experience your presence in our homes, in our lives, in our businesses. We need our characters and our nature to change. Let's pray. Father we pray we want your presence. We need your presence in this place. We might have gifts, graces, but from the
of coming to church of reading the Bible of singing without asking ourselves where is God in what I'm doing we have entered into relationships without thinking about the presence of God is God part of this relationship we have business partners we have not thought whether these people have the presence of God Jesus help us to be conscious of your presence help us to be conscious of your presence may we be carriers of the presence of God may the presence of God be manifested through us may people encounter God when they encounter us Jesus we thank you Father we bless you to all of us here I want us all to close our eyes I want to give you an opportunity today to give your life to Jesus I want you to have the opportunity to be saved and for your sins to be forgiven. Maybe someone invited you today. You are not sure that if you die today you are going to heaven or hell. You are saying, Pastor, help me to receive Jesus. I want my sins to be forgiven. If you are that person today, I want you to raise your right hand. Your right hand. And I'll pray with you. Jesus, we thank you. I want us all to pray this prayer. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you today, to today just, as I am. just as I am. Father, you know my sins. Father, you know my sins. The ones that I've done in public, the ones that I've done in public. and the ones that I've done in secret. The ones that I've done in secret. Today, today, I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive me. Ask you to forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me for my sins. Your word says, so word says, if any man comes to you, any man comes to you, including me, including me, you will not turn that person back. Not turn that person back. Today I've come to you. Today I've come to you, and I believe with all of my heart, I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, died for my sins, died for my sins on the cross, on the cross, went into the grave. Went into because of me, because of me. Went, to hell. went to hell because of me. Because of me. He, took my place as a sinner. he took my place as a sinner. He took my place in hell place so that I could take his place as a child of God. So that I could take his place in heaven. Today I am born again. Today I'm a child of God. Because of what he has done. Because of what he has done. Father, Father, write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus.